and remembering that you're not lost. You're just losing the parts of you that you don't need to carry anymore. Welcome back, guys, to Self-Centered with Calypso, the podcast that empowers you to create a life that feels aligned, alive, and yours. I'm a self-discovery coach. Every single week, I'm here in your ears, helping you feel more clear and confident about your next steps in life. And we have conversations here that will expand your mind, that will challenge social norms. And ultimately, my goal, my dream, is to show you how beautiful life can be when you give yourself permission to put yourself at the center. Today we're talking about meltdowns. One of the most common phrases that I get on discovery calls when people chat to me the first time in real life, when I tell them that I'm a coach, a self-discovery coach, and they say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm potentially interested in working with you. One of the most common phrases I get is, I feel like I'm having a bit of a meltdown which is often followed by something like everything in my life just feels like it's falling apart. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm meant to be doing next. It feels really scary, exciting, but terrifying. Some people describe it as a bit of a quarter life crisis. And when they describe it and they share that with me, I know exactly what they mean. I know exactly what they mean because I have experienced that feeling of having a meltdown many, many times in my life before. It feels so familiar and the way that I experience it in my body and maybe you feel the same if you've had it before, is this like, what am I meant to do next? What on earth do I do next? Everything feels like it's slipping out of my hands and like I can't hold on to it quick enough and I'm just like, what do I do next? That feeling of like, what the hell am I meant to do? This doesn't make sense. I can't figure out my next steps. And these moments in our lives when we melt down, they tend to have this negative light put on them. You know, I feel like whether you're the person experiencing the meltdown or you're the person or you know somebody experiencing a meltdown, meltdowns are seen in this negative light. You know, it's kind of like, oh yeah, she's having a bit of a meltdown at the moment or they're having a bit of a meltdown, like they're not really okay. And there's this pressure that's been instilled to us through the ages that we just need to have this knowing all the time, that we need to know what's next all the time. We need to have a plan. We need to have things sorted and we need to be living by that plan. And if we're not, and we're having a meltdown, then things are not okay. Things are not okay. That person is not okay. Here she goes again with the the world is patriarchal. (laughs) But for real, Okay, let's talk about this for a second, because if you're listening to this, especially if you're somebody that does not identify as a cis straight male. Hi, by the way. Hey, you have probably at some point experienced the feeling that if you were to design the world, you may have done it in a different way. Who's with me? I always think that. I'm like, I wish the hands of the world were in. The, the the like destiny of the world thousands of years ago wasn't in the hands of straight cis males it would be run so differently now and we're doing our best to change things let's face it we are we're doing the work but there are so many things 
the way in the way that this world works that puts the pressure on for us to be doing all the time we need to be working towards something it is very masculine in its operation society is very masculine in its operation and I'm not talking about gender here I'm talking about energetically in the way that things are set up it's very like needing to be in your yang energy to receive praise to get the praise I just said that (laughs) to get the claps we need to be achieving in order to be okay there is this yeah need to be in our yang energy it's almost like we need to be human doings rather than human beings if we're just being who we are people are like are you okay like are you taking some time you're having a meltdown Whereas when you've got it all figured out, it's like, yeah, 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 mm, 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 all the praise, all the likes. And I believe, I believe through my own experience of having meltdowns, through experiencing and supporting my clients move through and away from meltdowns, from just analysing and listening to the stories of people who have successfully created a life that fulfils them, This meltdown thing is actually an essential part of the process. It it almost determines what's next. It helps you find what's next. It's part of the process of growth and evolution. Like think about it in terms of a caterpillar. The caterpillar goes through this chrysalis. It literally turns to mush. I always think this, can you imagine you're a caterpillar? Like, I wonder if they know that that's going to happen or whether they're just like, what the fuck's happening? Anyway, I sidetrack. They go through this process of melting away, of turning to mush. And then all of a sudden they're a bloody butterfly, like metamorphosis. They're there spreading their wings as this new and evolved version of themselves. They have to melt down to get to that beauty, to get to that point where they can fly. Glennon Doyle. I'm such a Glenn. I love Glennon Doyle. If you don't know who Glennon Doyle is, she's an incredible author, activist. She is a podcast host as well. She runs, uh, has a podcast with her wife and her sister called We Can Do Hard Things. I just finished her book. Oh my God. Untamed. What a, I genuinely think that it is my favorite book that I've ever read. I know that's a bold statement, but for me, it really spoke to me. She's a queer woman and she talks about her journey in life and she is such a beautiful storyteller. I'm sidetracking again, but you need to read that book if you are wanting to be authentically you. Anyway, I can't remember if it was in her book or if it was on her podcast, which I listened to as well. But she said something that for me struck me in the heart. I got goosebumps as I said that. It might be because I'm in a vest, but I think it was because it struck me in the heart again, as I said, struck me in the heart. She said, What if instead of looking at this moment where everything is falling away and we have no clue what's next, rather than calling that a meltdown or seeing that as a meltdown, we saw it as a melting down. A melting down of all of the things that don't serve us anymore. A melting down of all of the things we need to let go of, that we need to leave behind, that we are not needing or wanting to carry anymore. I love that so much. Rather than it being like we're lost, 
in the sense that we are far away from where we're meant to be. Imagining this meltdown as losing the parts of ourselves that have been holding us back for where we're truly meant to be. And so if you're in that place right now, you're in the middle of a bit of a life meltdown, maybe you are unsure about where your career is heading, maybe your relationship feels like it's in the pits, maybe you just feel so unconfident, maybe you're in the middle of a project and it's just not going the way that you want it to, you're feeling this complete loss of control in the way that life is going. Imagine that this process that you're in right now is a melting down, leading you to who you're meant to be. I just, I love it. I freaking love it. Now, I wanted to give you some things to take away, some steps to follow, what to do when you are having a meltdown per se, so that you can regain the feeling of control. When you're in that moment of meltdown, of melting down, I know it can sometimes feel like life is taking you on the journey, like you are a passenger on the bus of life. And I wanted to give you some things that you can work through so that you can get back into the driver's seat and experience the melting down and also know that there is something good coming and and having some steps to follow so that you can get there. Okay, first thing, build in alone time to help gain perspective. Remembering that this is a melting down. Create space for yourself to melt down. Like literally look at your calendar, look at your week and think, am I filling every second of every week of every day of every month? Like when we're on a journey of melting down, allow time for the meltdown. Allow time to cry and laugh and shake and scream and offer the pouring out to pour out, you know? Don't, whatever you do, don't fill all of your time. Don't fill every second of every day. This isn't time to be avoidant. This is time for you to get up close and personal with the things that are coming up for you. So don't push it away. Don't think that the feeling of meltdown is something that you need to brush to the side. First of all, give yourself space to be in it. And, you know, there are kind of two halves for this. Allow yourself space to be in it. Cry the tears. Have the lay-ins. Give the cuddles. Get the cuddles. Like... It's not always the loveliest season, but remembering that it's melting down and it's leading you to somewhere. So don't push it away. Pushing it away is not going to help you get perspective and move on to the next stage, which I'll share in a minute. You need to create space for that to be felt in its fullest expression. Let it go. And then you get to start gaining perspective. So imagine you're looking at your life from a bird's eye view. You can zoom out and you're looking over all of the different areas of your life. Start to think about your personal relationships, whether it be romantic, your friendships, your family. Look at your career, your health, your personal development, your finances, and almost start to look at these different areas and and mark them out of 10. How do you feel about each of these areas? This might sound really obvious. You might feel like you already know as you're having this melting down moment where life is dragging you, but I promise you taking this simple step of getting a bird's eye view and really analysing where things are throwing you off kilter 
is great. And you can always set this as a little task. Put an evening aside this week, a self date where you just open the notes in your phone or you grab an open pen and ask yourself, like, how do I feel about these different areas of my life? How would I rate them out of 10? What is feeling like it's really pulling me into this meltdown right now? This is going to help you start to see clearer. This is going to help you move on to step two, which is getting inquisitive. Start asking yourself questions. Often we're lacking clarity because we've not been connecting with what we want. We've been doing life in the way that we always have. And we've got to this point where it's out of alignment. It doesn't feel like you anymore. So get inquisitive. Start asking yourself questions. When you look at these different areas of your life, where have you rated things lower? Why do you think that is what's dragging you? What needs to maybe stop? or start in that area of your life? What needs melting down almost? Where are you thriving? Why are you thriving? Where is your where is your life feeling full? Is there any area of your life that's feeling full? Get inquisitive, start asking yourself these questions, have that notebook and pen, write down these answers, use the notes in your phone, wherever, but just start getting inquisitive about the whys. And the more you self-inquire, the more you'll get to know yourself. And the more you get to know yourself, the more you can feel confident in making decisions about change. So I always share with my clients and something that I do, especially when I'm in these moments of feeling melty downy, <laughs> is build a daily practice of communicating with yourself. One of my favorite ways to do that is through journaling, notebook and pen, write it down, get the thoughts from in your mind out onto paper. They're here usually, they're in our minds, they disappear like instantly because something else happens, we get distracted and then they come back again and we can get into this cycle of like, why have I not done anything about that? I've been thinking about that for ages. Start to breathe life into these thoughts by putting, bringing them into your 3D world. Write them down. Could be that you dedicate 10 minutes at the start of every day just to ask yourself, how am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Looking at that life pie. What is the area that feels like it's dragging me the most at, at the moment? What can I do to change this? And this is actually really big. This is actually really freaking big. What are the beliefs that are holding those low marks out of 10? back. What do you believe about yourself and what do you believe about the world that is having an effect on how good you feel about different areas of your life? If you have marked your career three out of ten, as well as looking at the specific tangible things that are happening in life, you know, maybe my boss is a bit of a bitch, maybe I just am not enjoying, it's not creative enough for me. Also, what beliefs are you carrying? that are stopping you from feeling like that's a 10 out of 10. Because if your boss is treating you like shit, and if you feel like it's not creative, what beliefs are you carrying that maybe have meant that you've not left? Do you believe that you won't be able to find a new job? Do you believe that the market is really tough right now and it would be too risky for you to change careers? Do you believe that you're not skilled or talented enough in, in another area to change careers? Same goes with relationships. If you've marked your relationship low, why? What beliefs are you carrying that are meaning that you are not thriving in your relationships? Now, of course, there are two parts to play in romantic relationships, maybe more, sometimes three, maybe four. However many people, there are often others. There are others when it comes to relationship with others. That's a fact. So 
There are some things that you can control and there are some things that you can't. But what are the beliefs that are potentially also limiting the way you feel about your relationships? Is it that you think that you are knocking on 30's door, you want to start a family and it's too risky to leave the partner that you know isn't making you happy because you are scared that you won't find somebody else and you won't be able to have children. That's one that I hear all the time, so, so often. Is it a belief that you're not worthy of unconditional love because maybe that's a story that you picked up when you were younger and so you are settling for a relationship that you know isn't right? This is where it gets juicy. Like, what are the beliefs that are holding you back? This was me in such a big way. I had a belief that I could only work in the fashion industry because I left, I got my AS levels, then I went to fashion college, then I worked in fashion for seven years. And I was only allowing myself to explore career opportunities within the fashion industry because I believed that that was all I could do until I realized I could do other things. There was transferable skills that I could take into different worlds. Same in my relationship. I had inherited the belief that I needed to be of service to my partner for them to love me because that was a, a, a belief that was instilled into me in childhood in the way that my mum was with my dad. So there were these beliefs that were stopping me from being able to actually feel happy in the things that I was doing. And they are the pots of gold that you want to start exploring as well, because when you can see those, you can then start to overcome those. And that leads me on to the third thing. Hello, my darling. I just wanted to take one second to talk to you about something quickly, because if you love this podcast, I know that you're going to love this thing that I'm about to share with you. The doors are now open to my group coaching program, Self-Centered School. Let me tell you about it. I'm going to tell you about it. And I'm also going to let you know if this might be for you or not. This group coaching program is for you if you know that you've got big dreams for your life and things that you want to do. But right now, there are maybe some limiting beliefs that are holding you back, some fear, some confusion around taking the action on it. If you know that you are stuck in a cycle of maybe people pleasing and putting other people before you, but you know that right now it's a time to prioritise what you want. This programme is for you if you're done playing small and you're ready to take up the space that you know you're worthy of in the world. And this is also for you if you know that you thrive when you're surrounded by other like-minded people that just want to get the most out of life. So if that sounded like it was a bit of you, keep listening. If not, fast forward 30 seconds, I'll catch you back on the episode. Now, this is the second round of Self Centered School and this one is dedicated to you creating a summer of self. Over the eight weeks, we have eight group coaching calls where you get one-to-one coaching time with me, but you also get different videos and topics where I share my knowledge to really help you learn how you can start to choose yourself. I'm gonna help you define your values so that you can start to create a foundation for your life that really feels like it's yours. You're gonna learn how to improve your self-talk so you can stop doubting yourself and holding yourself back. You're going to learn how to set boundaries, how you can start to actually show up fearlessly as the most authentic version of you. We talk about themes around emotional intelligence and how you can improve your relationships. You're going to learn how to start expressing who you truly feel like you are. Like It is a beautiful jam-packed eight weeks. And like I said, you get to meet like-minded people that are doing it. The guys that were in the last group, they've got a group chat now, they meet up in real life, and it really is the beginning of this very special community. Now, there are only six spots available. I keep it really intimate. I want you to be able to get one-on-one coaching time with me. And so if this feels 
feels like it's speaking to you, what I want you to do is head to the show notes and I want you to click the link that says booking for a discovery call. There's also an early bird offer that ends on the 11th of July. So if you sign up before then, you're gonna save yourself 300 quid. And then doors officially hard close on the 19th of July. So don't sleep on this. I'm sure that by the time this comes out, there are spaces that are gonna be filling up already. Hit that link in the bow, booking for a call. The program starts on the 29th of July. Like I said, we speak every week for eight weeks and I cannot wait to have some of you there. Now, back to the episode. You've spent that time, you've released, you have got familiar with the melting down and you've created space to be and feel it all. You've started to get a bird's eye view and have a look at where it's maybe holding you back and you are now getting inquisitive with yourself about what's, why's, how's. Third step get dreaming. You've zoomed out on life and you've looked at where things are right now on the bird's eye view. You've rated it. This is about zooming out even further. This phase of life that you're in right now is like a tiny little minuscule blip. It's not even a blip. I don't mean blip in a negative sense. I just mean like it's a little slot, a tiny little line on the timeline of your life. And right now it feels like it's everything because you're living it. But when you look at the rest of your life, it's a tiny, tiny portion. Start to gain even wider perspective and start to ask yourself, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want for your life? I believe that not enough people play in the realm of anything is possible and that is what keeps people stuck in the cycle of unfulfillment. Now, what I'm not saying is I want to make this really clear. I'm not saying you need to have crazy ambitious goals and you need to be hustling and working towards them. You need to want to be on Forbes 30 under 30. You need to want to do a TED talk. If you want those things, amazing. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, do you want a comfortable life? Do you want to be a parent and just work part-time? Do you want to be CEO of a company? Do you want to travel? Do you want to work whilst abroad? What do you want? Start asking yourself that question. Like, what do you really, really want? This question divides. Some people find it really easy. Some people find it really difficult. Some people are like, yeah, I want this, 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 and this. And others are scared to say the things that they want because they know that actually it means change. Ask yourself, what do you want? Dream. As if anything was possible. Maybe you feel stuck right now because you're only playing in the realm of what you can do or what you think you can do, I should say, rather than what you actually want to do. And so ask yourself, what is the big change that you wanna make in your life? What is it? Write it down. Start to bring that into your 3D reality. Maybe you make a vision board. Maybe you voice note yourself. No one else has to see this. You can have it somewhere private if it feels scary for others to know, or even better, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, but start dreaming. That is the third step into how to get out of meltdown mode. Leads me on to the fourth and final. Start building out your support team so you can make it happen. It takes a village. 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 Change can be really exciting. And when you've been on this, you've been through those stages, you're probably going to have identified some changes that you need to make so that you can move past this phase. But change is also really scary. Most people I speak to, I'm one of those weird people that I actually really like change. It's not common. Others, majority of other people in my life hate change. So you're not alone if you're like, I freaking hate change. 
what support do you need to be able to bring those dreams that you just explored into your life? If you want your relationship to improve, do you need to seek support of a relationship therapist? If you are wanting to end a relationship, do you need to call in on your friends and get some plans in the diary because you know that you're going to need their support more than ever? If you've got big goals for your career, if you're wanting to transition career, if you're wanting to change the way that you feel about yourself, those limiting beliefs that you noticed, if you're wanting to feel more confident, drop self-doubt, start to really limit self-sabotage and create a flow of life that just makes you feel like, yes, I can freaking do anything. Do you need a coach? They're the kind of things that I support my clients on every single week. What accountability do you need to take this thing that you've started to think about from a thought into your reality? Take little baby steps forward. Take tiny baby steps forward. I don't, this doesn't need to be overwhelming. I know the big dreams and can bring with it like the feeling of having this massive to-do list and how will I even start getting there? Just break it down into tiny little baby steps. If you want to travel the world, why don't you start researching backpacks that you might take or signing up to uh, like WhatsApp group chats of solo travelers or looking at different routes? If you're wanting to start a side hustle, why don't you go to a networking event of other people that are already doing that thing? If you feel like you maybe want support from a coach, a, a support from me, why don't you book in for a discovery call? Start to take the little steps that you know are going to guide you in the direction that the melting down is leading you to. And remembering that you're not lost. You're just losing the parts of you that you don't need to carry anymore. I hope you found this helpful. I hope that you are feeling more relaxed and more energized about the fact that you're having a meltdown, knowing that this isn't a negative. This is actually part of the process of my evolution. Know that everyone that you probably look up to has been in this moment right now. And that if you move through the steps that I've shared, you won't be in this feeling forever. You won't be in this feeling for too long. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please, please, please drop me a DM on Insta. If you feel like you want coaching as part of you moving past this meltdown, drop me a DM on Instagram as well. I would love to support you. If you know that there's somebody in your life who is maybe in a bit of a melty down moment right now, send them this episode and hopefully it will support them. Share it on your stories, hit follow, hit like, subscribe, all of the ding, 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 ding. There were notifications, not like ting, ting, ting. <laughs> I'm going to stop now. I think this is done. I love you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Big love. Bye.